Hey, Tina. Thank you so much for joining me on the My Wim Life Show. I am super excited to chat with you. Uh, I don't know at what point we actually met, but I know we chatted a couple of times. One time we went to Albertson's Marketplace and had had poke bowls and then <laughs> and we've had coffee a couple of times. So I don't know you super well, but I definitely um, have been intrigued by you and I stalk you on Facebook. You know, that's <laughs> what we that's what we do these <laughs> days, <laughs> especially not being able to see each other in person a whole lot. Right. So um, but tell me a little bit more about who you are. Thank you for having me, Wendy. I'm super excited. Um, I'm honored, so I appreciate it. Um, let's see, a little bit about who I am. So I am a mom of two, a soon-to-be 21-year-old and a 15-year-old, and a wife of many years. <laughs> Don't ask me exactly how many. I need to do math right now, but uh, many years. And then I'm also a, a business owner. Um, my very own small business. I'm sure yeah. we'll get into that a little bit, but yes. Um, and let's see what else about me. I um, I also run a women's networking group. And so, yeah, I just really love being around um, women business owners. And it's kind of been like a little passion of mine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you have your oldest is a girl, right? Yes. And then your youngest is a boy. Yes. So you've got one of each. You get to experience all the crazy that both sides of that present as a mom. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like whatever you hear out there, it just it doesn't always apply, right? Because <laughs> absolutely. I my daughter, she's just um, she's she was never like a crazy dramatic teenage girl. In fact, I think actually maybe it's a little bit harder. She's getting to be an adult rather than when she was a teenager. But my son, he's just kind of always been the one that keeps us on our toes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. We always have to have one. Mm -hmm. Yes, the second one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Our last one was definitely the one that, that has kept us most on our toes. So I absolutely get that. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. Yeah. So I know that part of how we met is was definitely through your women's networking groups, mm -hmm. which is Polka Dot Powerhouse. Mm -hmm. So tell me about how you decided to start that. What made you take that on as an as a challenge? Because that's a big deal. And I know there's a lot of women that are involved and inspired in this community. Yeah, it was. Um... Yes, a big thing to take on. I would say that that is one of the moments I certainly was stepping outside of my comfort zone, big time. Um, at the time, I wasn't actually, I mean, I wasn't looking to start a group. Mm -hmm. I was looking to join a group, and it just so happened that um, the more I learned about this one, I thought, gosh, we really need this one in our community. So, you know, a little, um, little bird in my ear a couple of times saying, oh, well, you should see what it takes, you know, to start one. Um, I finally thought, okay, you know what, you know, they always say, like, if you can't find it, you know, create it or bring yeah. it, whatever that saying is. So, so I did. And um, it's, yeah, it's just been amazing. So much, um, so much more rewarding than I ever thought it would ever be. Mm -hmm. um, and just the amazing women that I've met that I, I'm sure wouldn't have met otherwise, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been a phenomenal experience. Just I mean, I I hate using like you know terms that get used a lot, but life changing for sure. Totally, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I I know just from being around some of those women and talking to them um, that that they just rave about you. They're like, oh. 
Tina. I can't even say enough good things about her. Uh, or we're, I'm so glad Tina decided to start this because there wasn't anything um, you know, like it in this valley and, and it's just blessed so many lives. So um, that's what I hear from the outside. Wow. So I hope that you get to hear some of that from the inside as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Yes, definitely. Um, for I mean, that's, I, you know, I hear it. It's, it's so hard. I'm, I'm learning how to take in like the, you know, the compliments and the, you know, um, and just, I guess, take in the, how, you know, vast this really has been. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, but I do always have to say though, honestly, it's, um, uh, I know it can start with one person, but really it's been some amazing, an amazing leadership team. It's been just so many amazing women involved that have really helped to make what, you know, what it is. So, so. yep. We lean on each other. I don't think there's any other way to do this, regardless of how it began. Mm -hmm. We always have to have others in order to be successful. Doesn't, there's no one man show out there that is Mm -mm. doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. And then tell me about your save the day assistant business. So exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, so this is, you know, still pretty new, yet I feel like I've been doing it forever in a <laughs> yeah. way. I don't know. Um, so just because I'm, you know, it's within my, like, I guess, you know, we'll call it my zone of genius. It's just within the skills that I feel like I was gifted with. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't quite always feel like it's like work, work, but, you know, it is growing a business. So in that sense, in that perspective, it's, been um, interesting a lot of things to learn definitely stepping way outside of my comfort zone I mean I've been around a little bit you know in the entrepreneurial you know um, around women around different businesses and things like that but um, like really starting something from scratch I just never thought I would ever do in my life and I owe that a lot to just being around women who are doing things like that doing amazing things starting things of their own and having that belief and having that support I think is um super helpful but yeah it's it's been wonderful it's um it's kind of like started as this this big vision that I kind of kind of had to like step back for a moment and be like let's not put the cart before the horse and so but yeah this so I was a one-woman show for a little while with this business and then I I grew it into an agency just um towards kind of towards the end of last year and yeah now we're just like yeah growing and growing yeah 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 so when you talk about your zone of genius what are some of those traits or qualities or skills that you feel like really pushed you in this direction? So I have just, I guess, naturally been really good at being organized and detail oriented Mm -hmm. and very like list oriented. And, um, you know, if I have something to do, I just kind of visualize what it looks like from start to finish and just get it done. You know, I, I think, um, I don't know. A lot of those things, it's it's kind of hard because I'm like, I don't know. I just that's I just what, do it. I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't practice. It's just um, kind of how I've been uh, most of my life. But I I just never really, you know, I was in the corporate world for a while, so I, I of course used um, a lot of those skills from there, but um, but not as much I think as obviously you know as I do now. So yeah, it's just it makes it makes you feel like you're really able to use your gifts and talents to give back to do some you know something with it instead of trying to force something that maybe it's not quite yeah quite your thing you know yeah it just feels right yeah 
So what kind of things do you guys, what kind of projects or work do you guys take on? So we do um, things like social media management. We do newsletter creation, marketing material type of creation. Um, we do pro like project management, um, customer like follow-up and retention and things like that. Gosh, the list kind of, we kind of, so we have like this list and then, then we say it's not really all inclusive because it just depends on every client's business, sure. right? They require mm -hmm. some sometimes little like one-off things, but it's just typically a lot of the things that you would think of that puts a business owner kind of um, outside of what, you know, their income producing activities are or what yeah. their zone of genius might be. Yeah. Um, and so like maybe puts them behind the computer where they, that's not really the best use of their time. Yeah. So those are the kinds of projects and tasks that we take off their plate. Um, so yeah, a lot, um, I mean, there's so much, so much more to <laughs> processes and procedures and things yeah. like that. So yeah, you know, those types of things. Absolutely. Uh, I've definitely been on both sides of that because I, I was almost bred into the, you know, admin type side of work. And that's clearly what I did well in corporate America, you know, mm -hmm. so I totally get where that you're like, I don't know how I do it. I just, I just do the things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it comes in, you know, super handy, especially because now I'm on the other side of owning a business and having, you know, income generating activities that I have to get done mm -hmm. that even though I'm really good at some of those things, mm -hmm. that's not the best use of my time. So being able to see that and being willing to go, okay, take a step back. If I wasn't using my time to do these things, how much more could I be doing to grow the business rather than mm -hmm. work on the business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So. And I commend you for that too, because I mean, I have, you know, a range of clients, some clients where it's like, they, they just know this is not what I'm good at. I need yeah. some, someone else to take over. And those are a little, um, they're easy, they're easier as far as they, um, are not reluctant to yeah. hand those off. Right. But yeah. I commend you because someone who is good at that stuff and then doing that stuff for a while, it's like a little bit of, I mean, not even necessarily control, but it's just, you know, that, right it's the trust that someone else is going to do it just as well as you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, it didn't come easily. I have been in my business for 16 years and I have had my assistant for less than a year. So <laughs> it took say, a while. It took a long time for me to go, okay, this is not, you know, you obviously are fine, mm -hmm. but if you would like to go any further, you're stuck. I just had been literally at this producing at the same level for four straight years in a row. Mm -hmm. And that's when I recognized, okay, there's gotta be, gotta be something different that mm -hmm. we can do here. So yeah. like, okay, yeah, fine. I will let go. Yes. And now she's so amazing. Uh, my assistant, I like, I just assume that she's going to do all the things right. So it's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. But it took a while to get there. 15 yeah. long years of of doing everything myself so yes but having a service like that is really nice especially for those that are in that transition piece where we don't want to hire someone full-time mm -hmm. it's really just project work mm -hmm. so getting someone you know that you can trust to do the little things and 
ease those control freaks like myself mm -hmm. into having mm -hmm. an assistant. Exactly. <laughs> How do you sell that to them though? Someone who is so, I just have always done it by myself. How do you convince them that this will save them time? Right. It's a really great question. And I do have to say that um, I don't do a lot of convincing or selling because what I don't want to do is end up in a situation where they're not actually ready sure. and then it's kind of like we're working against each other working yeah. together right um, but I think it's a lot of um, sometimes it's more than one conversation right so yeah. maybe just not right they're kind of like the wheels are turning like mm hmm this sounds like this could be a good thing that would help me but it may take a little more time as far as like how they could really see that right. happening but um, it is um, the ones that I speak to are much like you, you know, or that's kind of what I want my message to, to say is that, you know, if you're just kind of doing the same thing and not quite mm -hmm. getting, you know, growing, but you, you know that there's, there's more, more that you could do, yeah. right? Someone else needs to help you. Right. right. <laughs> or you need to allow someone else to come in. And, and something that sometimes that is like in your situation, some, someone more personal, like really right beside them, right? Yeah. Really helping. Um, but then there's like the transition, like our agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's just, okay, can you just take some of these things off of my plate? And then it almost even gives um, business owners to just that mind space create to just kind of open up and realize like, okay, what can, what more can this look like? Yeah. But they need some stuff to just be taken off their plate in order to just get that space in yeah. their head to open up, right? Yeah, So absolutely. What do you think, um, or, or who in your life do you think gave you the confidence to go, you know what, I think I can totally do this? Like, who are some of those influences for you? Mm. So I would have to say, um, so in starting this business, I, I, I don't know that I would say any one person in my polka dot world, but kind of just all of the ladies that, yeah. you know, we, we mastermind together and we're just so involved in each other's businesses that um, I just realized, you know, I really, um, I feel like I really can start my own business. I would say my sister is another huge one. So for sure, um, just watching, you know, things that she's done with her business and, um, you know, having that modeled for me. But yeah, I would say just my polka dot community in general and yeah. and my sister probably the two biggest influences of just making me feel like I can do this yeah yeah you totally can yeah uh, another question that I actually had talked about you know in an off-camera conversation with some other ladies the other night um, that made me go oh this would be a great question because I am an avid 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 reader I read two to three books a month. I just consume, consume, consume. I just, I just love it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't always implement and that's, and that's my growth <laughs> opportunity. Let's just be honest. I love that growth opportunity. <laughs> right? Yes. Right. But, um, I'm always intrigued by what books are influencing people. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular book that like really sparked your interest that got you going? Oh gosh. One in particular. Well, so of course, you know, there's been few different books. Um, I think one of the first ones that I read that really just made me feel like, gosh, I feel like everybody, no matter, not even if you're in business, but just in general as a yeah. human being, 
Um, have you read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People? Yes. Okay. The title I always feel like is a little misleading because you're Absolutely. like, I don't want to win friends. And I mean, right. I guess I, you know, potentially would want to influence people. But so, um, but yeah, you read it and you just, there's just some, I mean, I feel like it improved my relationship with my children, my husband even, you know, things that I looked at differently um, because of that book. So I just, I feel like it's kind of a good foundation yeah, of right. one for business. Kind right? of gives you an entire perspective shift on communication in general. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And relationship with people in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a big one. And then also The Champion's Mind by Tony Dungy. Have you ever heard that? I have not. Okay, The Champion's Mind by Tony Dungy. Um, and that's, I think, also just a big one as far as... Um, Gosh, it's been a little while since I read it, but he, um, it, it's kind of like, I, I would summarize it in saying it's it's going that extra step because he, he talks a lot about athletes, of course, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. easy to relate business and like sports, you know, yeah. like the one out there practicing when no one else is practicing or, you know, the one out growing their business when no one else is out there you know, doing the things that people don't want to do. So it's a lot of that kind of stuff, but um, I think that was another really big one. And there's a, a leader. I'm we're going to forget the five, something about leader. I'm going to have to look that one up, but there was a leadership one that I read not too long ago. I can't believe I forgot the name of it, but it was also, in, in, in fact, I, um, I even thought like, gosh, even when I was in the corporate world, that would have been a good one for me to have read and help to use in even the corporate yeah. world experience. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more crossover between corporate and in entrepreneurship than people realize mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of us who have seen both sides of that, we're like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not so different mm-hmm. after all, right. you know, mm-hmm. but you know, some people just, they either have all one experience or the other. So they never get that, that dual look at into both of those sides of the business and there's room for both you know Mm -hmm. everybody's like oh entrepreneur 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 and gosh if we didn't have some of those corporations we wouldn't have a space to be entrepreneurs in so so true we need we need everyone everyone yeah all the different things right absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, so one of the other questions that I love to ask because it's you know everybody's priorities in life are so different. But what are some of the non-negotiables for you? Whether that's a habit or time with you know with with family or or whatever. What are those things that are kind of your core center that you lean on um, that you don't compromise on? Um, I would say faith, family and coffee is that (laughs) it's totally allowed (laughs) (laughs) um so obviously i love coffee but yeah no non-negotiables for sure i mean um faith i just feel like there's a lot of things i wouldn't even i wouldn't even be at this point if it weren't for that in my life of course and then um and then family yeah because you know especially as you get as an entrepreneur um it's you know, it's not so much about like from this hour to this hour. And so you have to be very careful about not working Mm -hmm. your business 24 hours a day. Totally. Or maybe not even working it necessarily, but thinking about it, or even if it's like checking phone messages. Mm -hmm. So really being aware of being present when it comes to family time and, you know, spouse time and friends, even friend time, you know? So, um, yeah, those are definitely non-negotiables and, um, you know, obviously business is important, but not the most important thing in life. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually uh, talk about, 
I have like nine sections of life that I that I feel are really important. Um, and so I'm constantly reviewing every single night. I take a, a just a brief look. It doesn't take me but two minutes, but I'm always like, okay, did was I intentional? And I think that's really the difference for me. Was I intentional with my time with family or with faith or, you know, whatever, whatever those categories, you know, look like. Uh, I think for everybody, it's a little bit different, but there's, you know, was I intentional with my food? Did I move my body today? Like all of those things, I think, you know, there's, I, I think balanced life is absolutely a thing if you understand that the balance you have may not be the same as balance that I have, mm-hmm. you know? So I think looking at all of those things and just going, okay, mm-hmm. this is where I need to work on things or this is where I am killing it. Right. You right. know? Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes that's business and sometimes that's family, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm okay with that, with that back and forth, that sliding scale. Yeah. Yeah. From time to time, for sure. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So my last question that I always love to ask, and I have my own view of what this is probably for you, but how do you give back? Mm. So I, I mean, you're probably, this is probably what you're going to say too, but um, I really feel like my women's group is like, you know, where I give the most back as far as um, my, my, a little like underlying motto has been empowered women empower women right yeah. and so really with this um this women's group it's just i really would love to see everyone just owning their gifts and you know just sharing them and and not being afraid or at least stepping outside of your comfort zone yeah. all the time right and that's what i'm doing i mean that's why i said yes to this podcast you know i mean that's why i say yes to things that um are a little outside of my comfort zone all the time. It helps you keep growing and, you know, and then you can kind of share that with others or sometimes it's just them watching and yeah. getting that courage themselves, right? Because that's what I've seen in other people, like just watching some people and it's given me the courage, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come and share a little bit about you um, with the rest of my people. I know that you have huge influence and huge um you're a huge inspiration to so many women i hear it all the time so i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me it's really an honor and it's been a pleasure and just fun so thank you yes i love it (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to the my whim life show today if you haven't already be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness 